Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app that you use the most. And of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. And hello, YouTube. Yeah, we decided to go back on YouTube again. Yeah. So... Why not? Yeah, we're we're, we're uh, rule breakers. Yeah. Break everyone. Break everything. All the rules. Yeah, uh, and we're live on Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> up next. Welcome to Up Next on Snapchat. Yeah. No, wait, wait. What? Is that the right show? Are we on the right? It, Is this thing on? We the we had breaking news when we were at this concert last night. Yeah. We suddenly check our phone, and it's what? It's like huh? They WWE violate. have started a. They're a bit late. To be honest, yeah. like they've had NXT what a decade now, yeah. Like, and now they're finally coming up with their show called Up Next. I didn't know people still use Snapchat. Yeah, no, that was the other thing. <laughs> also, uh, the logo Dicky made for us for mm. Up Next when 2.0 changed their colors and logo, yeah, is way better than their Up Next it logo. Is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna hit us with another season of yeah, aren't they? For sure. <laughs> I doubt it. We're the only people watching this thing. <laughs> They know they've got us too for life. These guys will never Even stop watching we watch this show. Alternative means <laughs> <laughs> they'll always they'll always watch it, no matter what. These two idiots. Uh, yes, welcome to Up Next. We are Braden and Davey. We are your NXT friends. Friends! And we'll always be your NXT friends, even if the WWE sue us again for a name we used before them. But it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're breaking all the rules today. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all right. Uh, so, uh, welcome to the show. Yes, we're going to talk about In Your House. We are just that. We are in our house right now, but uh, it, was a, it was a wild show. It was the, a big premium live event yeah i keep on writing pmls 
PMS. And I'm like, that's not Pumpkin it. Pumpkin Spice Latte? No, wait. What, PL, that's a... PPV? PPS, PSL. PLV? Yeah, I just... I, I wrote on one of the, the tweets earlier to promote this show. Yeah. It's like, join us after the PML. I'm like, what the fuck's a PML? PML? The P-Mail Bacon. The, the P-Mail Bacon Show. P- Premium P- Live P-L-E. Event. P-L-E. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, well, we are streaming on, on Twitch. Of course, we do this every Tuesday night after NXT. We go live on our Twitch. But uh, a reminder to check us out on our YouTube. Yeah, we want to be a little bit more active on our YouTube. We're so shy away from 1,000 followers. Mm. So I would love for anyone listening who loves us and, and likes us a little bit, at least, to go follow, subscribe, or whatever it is you do on the YouTube page, Up Next Podcast. Let's, our aim is 1,000 uh, subscribers by the Great American Bash. Okay, yeah. Okay. Got till July 5th. July 5th, the yeah. next NXT Great American Bash they announced. So by then we And want- if not, we're done. It's the end. We're hanging them up. We're putting our own stipulations, like Roddy and Diamond Mine oh, today. Okay, it's yeah. like a thousand or that's it. We're out. <laughs> yeah, so it's go It's been jo- a nice run. Go join us on the YouTube there uh, and subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, hey, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice little uh, nice review on the, the app there. It does It does wonders for us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice review. It's always, always uh, cheers us up on a down day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're I gonna... do go and check Google reviews of like you know places I work and podcasts and things. It's quite entertaining. It is fun to yeah. read reviews. I, I don't write Google or Yelp reviews that often, but when I do, it like I mean business. Thing is, I think you're more likely to write a review if it's a negative than if it's positive. That's true, right? Yeah. So this is us telling. You need to write us a positive yeah. review. <laughs> nothing negative. You can be honest, but nothing negative. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about In Your House, and that's what we are today. A last plug is definitely check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash upnext, because we have so many crazy podcasts coming out this month, including, of course, Retro NXT reviews on Was Next. We're in 2013, Sami Zayn run. We just reviewed Sasha Banks versus Bailey for the first time yeah, ever. It's that like was a, really interesting. It's a hidden gem, basically, way before their famous match. Uh, it's from 2013, so it's the fir- it's the debut of The Boss, yes. essentially. So that was a fun Retro NXT review. Uh, there's so many other p- podcasts out there. North American tier, five bucks, you get all these podcasts. Face Off, we're doing a review of. That's going to be nuts. Uh, but everything in the back catalog. Go check us out. Only five bucks and supports us so much being content creators. Yeah, and if you're just finding us now, because it was a like an NXT special tonight, um, we go live every Tuesday after NXT, but we go live every Wednesday as well after AEW. And I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about this week with Punk relinquishing, not relinquishing the title. And- what? And this battle royal and the ranking system and Goto. And Goto's going to be champ. Goto's going to be champ is be what's crazy. happening. So we'll be talking all about that this Wednesday as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, we, we just did a double or, or nothing review on this very free feed. And that was a ton of fun uh, mm. review. So can't wait. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's jump into some NXT because uh, it was crazy. As they said in the beginning, we, was it Todd Pettingale or was it Todd Pettingale like knockoff? It probably was him. Uh, the, he's done it before, yeah, hasn't he's, he? Yeah, he's done the other ones. Yeah. Uh, well, take a load off, sit back, because Up Next is in your house. Uh, we get this intro video where we see the house, the in-your-house house that we've seen in their set before. And you, you see the shadow of what we assume is Braun about to break the door down, because, of mm-hmm. course, he breaks everything. But... It's Gacy who kicks the door down and says, were you expecting someone else? <laughs> yeah, lots of maniacal laughing. And then uh, we get into the show here. NXT In Your House 
from the CWC in Orlando, Florida, uh, at the Pete Performance Center. We have our first opening matchup, a six-man tag, and it's between two families. And the losing team will have to join the winning team mm. in their their biddings in their in their family business. And the teams are the Tony D'Angelo family, meaning Tony D'Angelo and two stack no stacks and two dimes. Yes. Okay, Channing stacks Lorenzo. Yeah. And Troy Two Dimes Donovan. Troy Two Dimes Donovan. Those okay, sound like fake names. No, those there. are fake names. Dimes Donovan. There you go. <laughs> no one, no one would ever go. You don't you, think anyone's called Channing Lorenzo out Channing, there? Channing, Channing, Troy Donovan. I'm sure there are Troy Donovans out there. Yeah, that sounds but like just a, Troy Two Dimes. Two Donovan. Dimes Donovan. Yeah, great, great names. Uh, so this team is going up against Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, Cruz del Toro, and Joaquin Wild with. Electra Lopez. And yeah, we've seen these families mash up a few times. They were talking on a yacht this week. They're very, there's lots of mafioso. There's been kidnappings. Uh, we get this great video from the Tony D'Angelo family. That's clearly a tribute to Ray Liotta, rest in peace, and the Goodfellas there. Like, yeah, them walking, the most, pretty much, they didn't say, he didn't say the exact line, but it's like, ever since I can remember, I wanted to be a gangster. Exactly. It was pretty much that. And uh, it had, like, Intercut like bits from the whole feud, yeah. uh, showing everything that's happened. Yeah, good stuff. Great mafia relations and in information my is power. The smarter you get, the less you speak. And he goes, respect don't mean jack. Uh, yeah, quite liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah, he's, they're wise guys. Yeah, we get Tony and the family come out. Of course, uh, two fuck stacks and two dimes are wearing their classic wife beater black jeans but tony's in his like what red velour tracksuit the tony soprano basically the arn anderson (laughs) of tracksuits uh and then of course legato always looking clean in some pretty nice gear they're always on on point with that uh we get uh legato kind of roughing up um dimes and two stacks here early on they keep getting the upper hand when it's an all-out brawl early on all six guys are just fighting with it um, we get Cruz in there and he's hitting a series of cr- pretty, uh, flashy moves like head scissors and, and, uh, counters when finally they knock him down and the, I have the Italians beat mm. down on Cruz here as they keep tagging in and out, putting the, yeah, Cruz is beaten down for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we get an elbow drop backbreaker combo from Tony and, uh, two dimes here. Oh man. Two stacks. Uh, Two, Why is this so hard no, for me? No, stacks. One, yeah, stacks, but two, only two dimes. Uh, there's, a move early, <laughs> there's a move earlier where Cruz was supposed to do like a flip and land on his feet, but he kind of messed it up. But then later in this match, when he's getting beat down, he gets hit with a monkey flip, but then lands it this time to finally tag in Santos. He, he comes in. He's hitting all sorts of crazy stuff. Eventually, they get all three to the outside, and both, uh, I think, Cruz and Wild hit like double huge cross bodies to the outside onto the guys, which was awesome. Uh, back in, there's a 450 miss inside into a lariat where Wild is just inside out. They then hit the what what Vic Joseph called the bada bing. Bada bing. It's basically like two punches. They both stacks and two dimes at the same time. They like, like form. do the wind up and then both punch. Bada bing. Bada bing. Great. Stuff. I thought it was all right actually. Yeah, it was I good. It. Uh, but it's a near fall. We have Lopez who slides Escobar some brass knuckles from the the, the, the side of the ring there, but then. Tony is handed a crowbar, but 
there's a whole kerfuffle. Everyone's trying to grab everything. When the crowbar... Uh, Stax gets nailed with it from Wild. In the head. Yeah. Look pretty good. But the way he's standing is he gets knocked out, but he's leaning against the turnbuckle because he's like, he's playing KO'd. But while this is happening, Tony takes the Nux and then nails Wild with it, but the ref doesn't see. And then is it, is it uh, Dimes who pushes the like knocked out <laughs> body of Stax to fall on top of Joaquin Wild here? The ref counts the one, two, three. And in just under like 13 minutes, the 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 family uh, got a lot bigger here because the D'Angelo family, the the mob, what does he call himself? The, are the they, Don. Are they just the family? He's the Don of NXT. Yeah. So he's now the the Don father here because he he's won, and now Legato's got to join him. Um. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought this was pretty fun, actually. Legado are always great. I, I always enjoy watching all three of those guys work. Um, we've only seen Stacks and Two Dimes once so far. And, you know, I, I thought they held their own in this match, absolutely. Um, I, I like their aggressiveness. Um, I thought it was mainly Legado kind of carrying this. But I, I did uh, I did quite enjoy the match. And I'm interested to see... I mean, is this just essentially going to be the Cameron Grimes, Ted DiBiase, LA Knight story again, but with yeah. Legado, and then they're going to have to work their way out? But I, I mean, really, Shawn Michaels, JBL, if they're this big super super mob group now, yeah, I think they need to start setting their sights higher. Just like take over SmackDown, take over Raw. There's a lot. Take over the whole the, thing. So this is like seven people, including Electra. Electra. There's yeah. a lot of people in yeah. these things. I think we're going to get them, what, making him, making Legato wash his car? Yeah. Stuff like that. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Not quite Butler, but like, you know. They've taken over their yacht, but we'll like. Yeah, they have. Know, he has a super Italian. I don't know <laughs> Italian, what an Italian yacht is like. Italian but, yacht? You yeah. just put an Italian flag on it. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. Uh, yeah, you're going to see more Mafia stuff. This storyline is very cartoony because D'Angelo is very cartoony. Legato was more realistic. Yeah. And I feel like now they're going to get a bit more trying to be funny comedy stuff. Mm. But you know what? The match actually had some cool stuff in it. Uh, Cruz is awesome. We've always talked about Raul Mendoza. Oh, yeah. For years, we've we've talked about this guy. So finally kind of getting to show some flash. Continuing. He's, he's gotten to shine with Legato. But yeah, a fun fun opening match. We get a video for Alba Fire. She's telling us to understand her and that she comes from a place called Scotland and that she has to ignite the spirits of her ancestors because she is the fire keeper and the smoke will be all around you and you'll be gasping for air. And when there's smoke, there's fire. Alba Fire. She's Scottish and she likes fire. I like how she the first line was, do you understand me now? And I was like, no, your accent's Scottish. I actually do not understand you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's whatever. I mean, we've seen a bunch of these yeah. already for Alba Fire. But, um, yeah, I character, I like her as a wrestler, Kaylee Ray. You know, like, um, it is just trying to find some sort of character to work for her. I don't know if this is it. I think it's better than whatever. The, like they gave, they're giving her something. It was better than Rage Room, Kaylee yeah, Ray. So like, yeah, I think we've said a, a bunch. She should just be on the main roster at so. this point. She's wrestle. We've watched her wrestle in all these other indie promotions before WWE, and she was good then. And I think she could. Pro- I think she can hang with some of the main roster. I think talent. so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this video was playing, and then it cuts to 
all these enhancement talent of the women's division here watching the TV and they're like, whoa, this Alba Fire is pretty impressive. And we see Lash Legend next to Tatum Paxley. And uh, Lash Legend says, like, Alba Fire, basically, Alba Fire ain't shit, is, is what she says. And Tatum is like, yeah, well, you know, why don't you fight her? Why Challenge don't you fight her then? Stop running your mouth, go fight her. And Lash says, no, uh, I don't want to fight her, so why don't you? So Tatum says, yeah, I will. I'm going to challenge her to a match. And Lash Legend says, it doesn't matter because I'm the one and only. You can't clone me. <laughs> yeah. So what? Tatum, Alba Fire on, on Tuesday. Yeah. Great. And it, I guess, what, Lash Legend's going to keep ducking Alba Fire? Uh, yeah, I guess that's... I mean... Is that what they're telling? All right. Yeah, she's the one and only. You can't clone me. I want. I hope we go back to the Tatum Diamond Mine story because she really wanted to join them at one point. They didn't. Now work. she wants to play with fire. It's... Yeah, and clones. Mm. Uh, we go to our next match. It's a women's tag team championship match. It is Chance and Carter, meaning Katana Chance and Kaden Carter, Casey and Kaden, versus Toxic. Attraction. We get a rave entrance from Katana and K- it's so weird saying that. that's a silly name. Chance the rapper and Caden Carter. Yeah, uh, they get they have like like shoulder pads, but it's like light up like rave Glow in stuff. the dark kind of stuff. Yeah, what do you think of this? Now that you've been you went to a, we went to a rave last night in yeah, the park. It's fun. Yeah, we did. We saw outfits like this. You keep talking like this is the first like event I've ever been to. No, just in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. It was yeah. fun. It was yeah, good. we saw outfits like this. Yeah, these this was they were going for a Legion of Doom, but it's like glow sticks mm. on their shoulder pads. Uh, we see Toxic Attraction make their entrance in the back garage. They pull up in a nice car, and Mandy sends both Gigi and JC. On their way. No warm-up or anything. Just drive straight to the arena. They were already in match. their gear. <laughs> champs, they're ready. Full gear in the in the car. Yep. Just pull up. That would be a great... Imagine you were an Uber driver and Toxic Attraction just get in the car. They're, you're like, oh, okay. They're <laughs> like right. full gear. <laughs> Mandy with the title. And they're like, take me to full sale. <laughs> <laughs> the performance the center. The performance center. Yeah, it'd be great. Well... We start this match off, and uh, Toxic Attraction jump them pretty early on, but then Carter and Casey throw them out of the ring and hit them with some cross bodies. There's Gigi fighting uh, Chance here, and Gigi hits like this jumping neck breaker from the back. That looked pretty cool. They continue to tag in and out as they put the boots to Chance. Eventually, there's a head scissors to escape and makes the hot tag to Caden Carter. She comes in, fires up with a series of kicks. They eventually hit this assist combo, Hurricane Rana, like, to JC off the top. So then she sentons her own partner on Gigi. That was pretty cool. There's then a pump kick leg sweep combo from Caden uh, and Carter. I keep saying their names wrong. Uh, they they get a near fall. Eventually, Caden is on the apron with JC and hits this pretty sweet, just a cutter, like an RKO, yeah. on the apron, which was pretty awesome. Uh, Carter comes in and barely breaks up a pin from... Uh, like the uh, basically a high low pump boot combo. Uh, there's then a standing moonsault from uh, Chance. She's she's trying to do the the Matt Seidel thing where you stand on stand their back, on the back and, and then moonsault, but she kind of undershot it or overshot it and didn't really. She just moonsaulted off her back to the mat. <laughs> to the mat, yeah, a classic Vic Joseph. Uh, she didn't get all didn't of get that. All of it. <laughs> uh, there's then a 450 neckbreaker combo. We've seen them win matches with this. 
but JC breaks the pinup just in the last second. Um, when when Car- I think G- uh, Chance is on the outside, JC takes her out, and then when the ref isn't looking, nails Carter in the face with a forearm, which allows Gigi to then roll through and hit this huge high angle bridging German suplex and gets the win. Yeah, like dumping on the back of the neck and yeah. the head. Um, this actually wasn't bad, I I thought. Um, I like Caden and Casey. Uh, sorry, K- Katana. See, it's hard. Katana Chance uh, and Caden uh, as a team. Um, and I think we've seen some good matches like on TV with them. So this is their first like big event. Um, and I thought they actually got maybe Toxic Attraction's best match out of them. Uh, I thought this was pretty entertaining. And especially the... Near falls at the end. I thought they did some great near kind of breakups and and pulling Caden out the ring right the last second. I, I bit into it, some of the near falls towards the end. So not bad. It was better than I was expecting. We always give uh, Chance and Carter like crap for their... For just being annoying. Just their gimmicks and yeah. everything they've been doing. But the wrestling, they have had some good stuff. Like they've definitely had some good fun matches. And this definitely was one of them. I think I, I think you're right. The best we've seen from Toxic Attraction as well. It, it meshed well. I think we, we predicted the title change here mm. for sure. Uh, but the, the German at the end was pretty sweet. German was nice. Yeah. And maybe I wouldn't be uh, with the kind of cheating towards the end. I wouldn't be against a rematch on TV. Sure. Um, I mean, who? what other team is there right now? Who literally no other team. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Just have this feud go on a little longer. Because I didn't think this was bad. And I think actually they'd... Uh, they'd be helping each other by working with each other because yeah. this was good. Yeah, for sure. We go to a promo. Yes, boy. <laughs> Pretty Deadly are singing in the mirror and they're they're doing their hair and they're singing with their combs and they're singing that they're going to beat the Creeds tonight. They're going to stay champions. And yes, boy. I love how uh, we cut from... So we have... Toxic Attraction, who just drive to the arena and get yeah. out and do their match. Uh, the Yes Boys just singing away. <laughs> and then you cut to the Creeds, who are just, like, wrestling <laughs> each other training. I thought it was quite good, like, just showing how different these two teams yeah. are. And uh, I I do enjoy Pretty Deadly. They are pretty entertaining. They're pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just them doing their hair and then singing. This is pretty much what we do when we come home. Their hair is just disgusting. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's so good and so bad. Yeah. I'm bald. I can't talk shit, but it looks so good. I love... <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about Pretty Deadly, but they're pretty working for me lately, honestly. <laughs> it's just the yes boy. And I think it's something to do with... You can't... Look... You can go to wrestling school for six months. You could work on the indies for like two years and be great in the ring. But when you can sing in a mirror and know you look that good with that flow of hair, like you can't, like you can't teach that. Something about this like ooze machismo they got. I think because this is stuff they've been doing already, that comes across as well. This isn't, this isn't two random guys like. Like, they'd take a Pete Dunne and be like, this is your character now. Right. Like, it, it seems so natural to them because it, it's clear they put a lot of them themselves into this character. Yeah. That's why I think it's connecting. I think so. Um, it's so ridiculous. It's, I love it. It's great. We go to our next match, the A Championship match. It's the North American Championship on the line. The champion, Cameron Grimes, defending against Carmelo Hayes. Uh, so Grimes won the title from Hayes in that latter match, but technically... Hayes wasn't pinned or anything, so the gripe is there. Therefore, the rematch. 
Also, Grimes has the up next promise to Solo Sokoa, yeah. kind of waiting in the wings. We have Carmelo Hayes, who gets a pretty sweet entrance here. It's like he's somewhere in the back. This reminded me of a, a specific like Kanye West music video. I think he was going for it. Maybe it was the, the Kanye West like short movie where it's like the certain like fur- feathered black furry coat with like your hair your head down and then like trick is almost like carmelo it's time and then like he awakes it was yeah. almost like a sweet mellow's normally quite animated during yeah. his entrance as well he's normally talking a lot of shit as he going down to the ring but he was very like stoic and kind of and then like he gets up concentrated. and then when he makes his entrance he's got like uh like dudes on each side of him with shirts like it's we're getting the title back or something like that is it, it was pretty good yeah, it uh, was like the it was like little things. Get that, it back, get it back. And that's what yeah. Trick said to like wake up. Get Mello. it back. He was like, "You're gonna get it back. Get it back." Yeah. Uh, Mellow in his long fur jacket and a cane. Sorry, Trick. Yeah, Trick has a cane. Yeah, I liked it. I thought they looked great. Well, not to be outdone, Cameron Grimes, the North American champion, makes his entrance in a spaceship, <laughs> in a rocket ship. It's the Cody Vader, but it's in reverse. Reverse. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were foreshadowing because. Grimes has been to the moon and now he's coming back down the, to earth with this oh, match. Yeah. I, I liked this entrance it was a lot. Yeah, this one was One cool gripe, though. Where was the house? Where was the house? It's I in your house. house. Sorry, having it on a screen isn't good enough. Yeah. If you can get a rocket for Grimes, you can have a fucking house. Didn't it break? It's in your house. Didn't it get destroyed when 2.0 had one? Wasn't that 2.0's little house? <laughs> the little house yeah. on the NXT. <laughs> yeah. The ha- was there that was that last a- year? Fuck. Last year was the five way. Look, who, look at all those people in, who are in the company. Yeah, Butch. Four have gone and one's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no house. Definite minus minus points for no, not having an actual house in your house. Yeah, I mean, there's no Io Shirai to jump off it and anything anymore. So no, damn, no Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carmelo Hayes versus Grimes one on one here. We get a great start to this match they're going counter for counter and they're both very agile and technical they're both like hitting a snap move where the other guy lands on his feet and vice versa early on grimes teases the cave in and kind of scares hayes and goes that close i was that close grimes hits a series of pks to him and then a huge high cross body for a near fall uh on the apron grimes is setting up for a move but hayes does like almost like the johnny gargano slingshot ddt the final beat but from inside the ring onto Grimes, who's standing on the apron, therefore just killing him Spiking here. Spiking him. Hits him so hard that Grimes rotates and his legs, in while selling this move, nail H- Hayes in the side of the head. So he starts to sell like, I almost got knocked out. Yeah, this, this is nuts. This spot. Hayes sets Grimes up for his leg drop, but Grimes scouts it, but ends up eating that huge flying clothesline, another signature from Hayes there. Uh, Trick is is grabbing Grimes at one point and starts to tie his hand to the ropes, and as Hayes beats down on him, um, and then yeah, it yeah. didn't quite. Uh, they were doing it with like a bandana, I think, and then it just came off. And I don't know if they improvised the next spot or that was yeah. the plan for him to just break free, but it didn't seem to quite work the tying up. It, he he got away and eventually. Um, Hayes hits him with this, like, face buster thing. Eventually, Grimes and him are up top on the ropes, and Grimes hits 
Hayes with an inverted springboard Spanish fly. So I've actually, we saw like Ray Phoenix do this it, a few with Dante while. Martin, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the like side Russian leg sweep flipping flip over face slam. Moonsault. Yeah, we got a huge holy shit chant from the crowd here. Uh, Hayes kicks out though. Hayes is off, t- rolls to the outside and off the apron. Grimes hits him with a huge. Penalty kick, kicking his head off. This here. looked great, and I thought what added to it was Trick's reaction. You yeah. just saw his face like, oh, oh shit, he's my boy dead. just got it, yeah. yeah. In the ring, we get a huge spin-out side effect near fall. Hayes comes back with his code breaker, ends up running into the collision course. Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was Grimes went for the Poison Rana. And either missed it or Mello like, held onto the ropes. And then that set up for the code breaker to come back. Uh, again, I don't know if it was like sort of planned it, botch or just a recovery. No, I, I think it was because right after he eventually does connect with that poison yeah. on it. And you know, that's my favorite move. Uh, we get a huge uh, like tope from Grimes taking out Hayes and Trick to the outside. Eventually, Grimes hits the cave in, but to Trick on the apron here, when he gets back in the ring, he gets launched into the ring, cor- like the corner, but his face hits the post. Therefore, Hayes climbs up, setting him up for the top rope guillotine leg drop. One, two, three, and new Carmelo Hayes, North American champion. He got it back. I Yeah, I really like this. This was the match I was looking forward to the most, and I thought they really delivered. Uh, Grimes, it's been weird since he's won this title. Uh, the crowd have just not what who have been really behind him all this time have just not wanted... Like, they're wanting the new guys now, yeah. I feel. And it's been weird telling this story because this crowd are booing Grimes and Formello, but that's not the story they're telling. Um, so I thought that just, again, sort of made it a little weird at points. But, um, no, I thought this was really good. I love uh, that leg drop. Um, the way Grimes sold that was awesome. Um, and they did the finish from, what, Sting Vader. That we're going to talk post. about this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The miss splash into the post yeah. and then capitalizing. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought this was really good. Um, don't know where you go for, with Grimes now mm. um, because, like, they were kind of setting up him versus Solo. So I imagine Solo is still next. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't I, Mello who promised him the match. It was I, what I would do right. is is have Solo be like, hey, I should. I got next. Like you yeah. should give me that that championship, and he should beat Hayes, like yeah. right away. Beat Hayes for it, and Hayes should be the challenger for Braun. Yeah, but I don't know how long Braun's kicking around here. So, mm. but yeah, I, there's a few other guys you could mix into that North American title picture. Definitely Solo uh, comes to mind. Uh, Wes- Fraser, yeah, Wesley, yeah, yeah, uh, Sanger, yeah. Why not? <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I like this match, too. It had some good stuff. Hayes is great. I think Hayes is going to be a, a, a pretty big star in WWE, honestly. Every time I watch him, he's got the wrestling like more than down pat. Way, he's incredible. And then he's also he's become so confident. We've literally been watching his from his debut here in 2.0 to where he is now. Like, dude looks like he believes yeah. it now. He is that guy now. Like, before... He, he was like still learning it, and now I, I believe like all the money in the world to him. I think the partnership works as well. Yeah. It was very odd that first 2.0 episode when this guy we didn't know just came up, out and was like, yeah. I'm your boy now. It was very peculiar. It but was weird. It, it's worked. I think they both got a lot better with each other. Maybe Cameron Grimes joins Max Dupree's male modeling uh, 
why not? Sure. Yeah. What works under him again? Maybe Cameron Grimes. Uh, they were ta- the commentary were talking about you know his rocket ship to the moon, and he's he's good at playing the stocks. Maybe he'll hang around Kiana James, crunch the numbers. Yeah. All right, business. Robin yeah. Stone again. Okay, so we're just go teaching to- business at uh, Chase U. Grimes should go to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, because uh, he's great. We get a video of Joe Gacy talking about the new future and that he's going to beat Braun Breaker tonight. And he says that he is the beacon of change and new NXT champion. And then, of course, he laughs. (laughs) The over-exaggerated, maniacal, Scooby-Doo villain, (laughs) Dr. Evil laugh. Yeah. We go to the best part of the show which has nothing to do with NXT, but it's the MVP Bobby Lashley oh. diss track. Was this the debut? Did, had they shown this on Raw or anything? I have not, I've seen, not the, seen this. this I've was... not seen the video, but the other day, me and you were literally talking. I was talking to you. I'm like, yo, the MVP dropped on, on Apple Music or something. I saw it. I was like, what the f- MVP had a Bobby Lashley diss track? But here, it's got a music video. This was great. <laughs> this is amazing. This is awesome. It's him and Omas. Just chilling, just mobbing, and then he's dissing Bobby Lashley. He's he, like, he manages to like tell a rap of the whole life of Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he's like your shit. He should have done it for the Creed Brothers' entrance as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah, all of Bobby's life, but like he was like down. you were ECW champion. <laughs> as if that matters. Yeah, like, that didn't work. <laughs> this was great. Yeah, it was funny. He says like you didn't have no. Uh, Lashley's ladies until you had MVP or something like that and like going off on him. I was la- I was laughing. Yeah, no, this is very good. Good stuff. Uh, and Omos just in the background, huge and terrifying. I think he was saying what Fall Mighty. That was <laughs> Fall it. Mighty. Yeah. yeah, he he Omos can spit though. Can he? There was videos of him at Wale Mania, and he knew like all the word for word first, like a lot of Jay Z versus his own verse. He needs a verse next time. Yeah, wow. This is what I want from MVP now. Like, just do this. AEW <laughs> has the acclaimed. Master, yeah. <laughs> MVP. <laughs> On Raw. We go to the NXT Women's Championship match. The champion Mandy Rose defending against Wendy Chu. Now, if you've been following this story or saw this recap video, it showed that Wendy Chu would, would get beat up by Toxic Attraction a lot, so she got her revenge by... Putting Mandy Rose in a tanning bed, so she was red like a lobster. Oh, this yeah, this video package was ridiculous. Like we we moan about everything that happens week to week, yeah. but having the whole package yeah. showing, yeah, just the, all this bad the stuff. The beach, the shoes, yeah, the the trapping in a net, the balls, the balls, the water guns, the slurpy to the face. This felt like the channel accidentally changed. Oh. And we were watching like Nickelodeon, it was nuts or something. <laughs> Wendy Chu's entrance is she's sleeping because she's sleepy Wendy Chu and she's having a dream. And in the dream, we see like it goes into the dream. She wins the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, you've got the ring announcer saying and new. The graphic is up on the screen. And the crowd is going nuts. It just cuts to different crowd shots. So from this, you know she's not winning the title (laughs) tonight. uh, Mandy versus Wendy here. We get uh, Wendy Chu kind of in control early on, goes for her sleepy elbow, but misses it. Mandy hits a suplex for a near fall. 
Mandy then hits like an inverted flipping face buster for a two count as well. She then locks Wendy into an abdominal stretch, just wrenching on her, and Wendy is screaming in pain. Eventually hits uh, Wendy, sorry, fights back and eventually hits Mandy with an exploder suplex and then hits a handspring cartwheel into the corner, sending Mandy to the outside. And when Mandy's kind of on the, the short, it's a really short little entrance ramp there, but as she's standing there, Wendy goes for another cartwheel, but gets caught into a spine buster on the ramp from Mandy. And then back in the ring, she goes for the rose trigger, but it's blocked by a pillow. Yeah. Wendy Chu somehow snuck she in. She left a, a pillow in the corner. Brought the pillow into the corner right before Mandy gets the knee. So Mandy's like, what? Is this, is this cheating? Is this illegal? Uh, I mean, you're hitting someone with a weapon, but at the same time, it's, it's a pillow. But, yeah, you're going to have to ask Jimmy Carderas. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that should be a DQ, to be honest. Well, Mandy thinks so, too. She grabs the pillow and then rips it, and all the stuffing of the pillow is all over the the ring here. When she – there's a – sorry, Wendy picks her up in a fireman carry, and that's when I shouted at the TV, no way is sleepy Wendy Chu going to hit the go-to-sleep. But no, she hits just this like just fireman, <laughs> yeah, fireman slam thing. Instead, she then pulls off her. She's wearing like a very '90s in your house, it's like a shell tracksuit. Yeah. yeah, you would see. And underneath, she's got a toxic attraction T-shirt, but she's got their faces crossed off. And I don't know. I don't really. I didn't quite understand. I thought the crowd didn't also really I think, go uh, understand. I think she was meant to take the whole thing off. Yeah. But, like, her arm was getting stuck, so she just was like, oh, I'll just keep it around my waist. Yeah. And I think it didn't quite, like, resonate. As you said, I don't think the crowd really picked up on what it was. Well, she then locks in the sleeper, which is still pretty funny. The sleepy girl locking in a sleeper. Uh, Mandy's selling it like she will eventually tap out or sleep, but eventually fights out of it. Wendy hits her with a full Nelson slam, shades of test. Yeah. Are you a testicle? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mandy is laid out, so Wendy goes up top for her sleepy elbow off the top, but Mandy, grabbing the tracksuit like arm that's loose, pulls Wendy off the top, nails her with the Rose trigger, stacks her up for the pin, and Mandy Rose retains the women's championship. Clean as well yeah, after all this. 11 minutes, 8 seconds. Yeah, this was all right. Um it is just ridiculous watching it. Like, you go, well, there's no way this Wendy Chu's going to win the title. Uh, I do like her as a as a wrestler, and I thought this was probably one of Mandy's better showings. Um, but it it wasn't. Uh, it was low down on the night for me of the of the matches overall. Yeah, you know what? Like, Mandy showed some, some good stuff. I, I love Wendy Chu's wrestling. I mean, she's been given that weird character before, and the wrestling we didn't really get to see. And then she gets this other weird character where she's sleepy and acts like an eight year old or four year old and the wrestling's still kind of there, but uh, it was kind of what I was expecting, but uh, maybe even a bit better than yeah, what I, I was I expecting. I think it was a little better. Yeah. But uh, we kind of knew that Wendy Chu wasn't going to beat Mandy. No. Uh, I think nobody really bought it, but uh, some cool stuff in the, ma- the pillow spot though. Love it. Yeah. Wow. Just creative. Yeah, and I thought the the actual sleeper thing you did uh, the sleeper. But you, imagine there, she, there was a point where it was like, oh, is she gonna put Mandy out here? I wish, I wish uh, that would have been good, uh, but only in her dreams. 
right? You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We go to a video of, well, no, in backstage interview, Mackenzie Mitchell is with Tiffany Stratton and Roxanne Perez. Both these two will face each other in the... Final of the women's breakout tournament this Tuesday, and the winner gets a contract to fight Mandy Rose, presumably at the Great American Bash. And Tiffany says this is a women's tournament, not a little kid tournament, so I don't know why Perez is even in this thing. Don't you have a bus to catch from the bus story? Ten hours. Uh, Ten hour one-way bus to Booker T's training (laughs) school. Um and Roxanne says she's she's done everything. She fought real hard to get here to WWE. Yeah, she's young, but she has heart. And when she when she gets in the ring with Tiffany, she's going to do whatever it takes to get that contract because it's her destiny to become champion. So kind of foreshadowing what we've been saying kind of the past few weeks that Roxanne seems to be the one to be the one they're booking to maybe dethrone Mandy Rose if she wins the tournament, mm. I, which I think it is. Uh, Tiffany's mad and, and walks off and then... As she does, she looks at Mackenzie and says, you know what, Mackenzie, you're actually the worst person of all time, which is pretty mean. That's that's harsh. There's a lot. There's a few other people I could probably pick as worst person of all time. I enjoy Tiffany uh, picking on Mackenzie all the time. I think Mackenzie's pretty good. Like she's she's not one of the kind of robot backstage interviewers. She shows a little bit of personality. And I think. I think Tiffany always kind of picking on her is actually quite funny. Right at the beginning when she's just introducing, I'm here with the the finalists, Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton. She's like, ooh, stop talking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tiffany's great. And I like Roxanne. She comes across very uh, kind of real and honest at the moment. So yeah. I'm looking forward to this match, actually. I think uh, I'll be curious and I hope they give them actual quite some time because I, I think both have impressed uh 100% yeah uh, you know I, I love Tiffany Stratton I mean the character there she's she makes me laugh every time she's she's being interviewed or on screen and whenever we've seen her actually wrestle she's keeps getting better and keeps getting better with that gymnast background I always say it Tiffany Stratton makes it happen I think she could be a big deal in WWE um 
And this match should be good. But I do see Perez winning this to beat Mandy at the bash. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We've also got Von Wagner versus Josh Briggs on come, Tuesday. Come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. Yeehaw. So, all that to look forward to. Yeah, what else do we got? We also got Tatum versus Alba Fire. Yeah. And we got... Uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> that they've announced. We go to our next... Uh, match. It's the tag team match. We get a video for the Creed brothers. We get a video history of like timeline of them winning like wrestling thing. Like all like they would look like kids. Like showed things. them when they were born. Showed their first like uh, fight wrestling wrestling match, match uh, when they signed to the PC. Their NXT debut, um, winning the cup. All of that uh, with photos. I, I thought this was great. It makes these. It shows how legit these two are yeah like real real amateur wrestling background olympic wrestling kind of style here and it was pretty sweet and then the final ending of it is and today they win the nxt so then i was a little worried because we already saw uh wendy chu prophesizing um but yeah so a little concerned so the creed brothers come out uh they mentioned their i think it's their dad who's in the front row here supporting them on in diamond mine shirts if the creeds lose this match they are kicked out of the diamond mine says Roderick Strong pretty deadly pr- pretty deadly who are the tag team champions right now come out with their amazing gear that they always wear and now they've got the slow mo entrance the John like the John Morrison, Morrison the hair blowing oh, the um, fan blowing their, their poses hair. they're just flipping their hair like they're in a L'Oreal oh commercial God. maybe it's born with it yeah uh, just brilliant yeah, is this how I, this is how I imagine all British people now? <laughs> we try, we try. <laughs> Their gear is sl- like shiny sleeves that go around their neck, but then no no shirt underneath. Yes, boy, <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> them, them with the fans and the wind in the slow mo with their hair, the flow, they're wavy. They're yeah. so wavy. Love it. We. Uh, Start this match off. Brutus and I'm trying to get remem- good at remembering who, which one is which. Brutus looks more Brutus. Brutus. I know I know Creed Brothers. Brutus oh, looks like... Kit and Elton, you mean. Yeah, Brutus looks like a little cannonball. Brutus is like mini Hulk. Mini Hulk. Brutus yeah. is like... Can- uh, what is that? Puck from uh, X-Men or something. There's a guy who's like a cannonball. I don't know. Alpha Flight? I don't know. Vinnie Jones? <laughs> he's like... He's just a little like ball of craziness, but... Kit Wilson is the brunette in Pretty Deadly. Yeah. And Elton Prince is the blonde. Right. Creed Brothers' uh, parents in the... Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Well, um, I love how Pretty Deadly's gear, they look like they're almost like dressed like they're at like a Shania Twain concert. <laughs> and the Creed Brothers are in like highlighter yellow. Oh, yeah. I like their gear. Look good. Moved away from the blue, this bright yeah. yellow glow in the dark. Uh, this match starts with Brutus and Kit Wilson kind of wrestling to the mat, but Brutus obviously being way stronger and more technical at the wrestling starts to gator roll him, which pisses him off, who eventually tags Elton in, so Julius is in here now. And I must say, Julius looks way more jacked. Julius looks he way looks bigger. incredible. Yeah. Crazy. Like, he's really, only going to get bigger. up a little. Yeah. And just, yeah. Well, Julius then shows off his strengths. By deadlifting Elton here, just from the ground over his head and side slams him, and then 
uh, Kit comes oh, in. Oh, is this the one? Oh, the deadlift into his like cartwheel. No, not yeah. That comes no. later. Yeah. There's then like a double Germans from both Creed Bros on both guys when they were trying to link each other's hands to stop it. And then the Creeds like simultaneously lock in an ankle lock from Brutus and the Brock lock from Julius. So I mean, we've been comparing them to the early days of Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and here they are doing both the the, the submission moves from those guys. Uh, there's then a, a very impressive leapfrog from Julius, which then in midair then mule kicks the guy from below, which was very impressive as well. There's then the, the pop-up. This is that cartwheel side fireman carry slam, which is impressive. Uh, but then pretty deadly start to isolate uh, Julius here. When they get them on the outside, they move the steps, removing the, the front part, and then hit like a double rock bottom. But I know it as the bonsoir. Shout out La Resistance. This was oh. their finishing move. It's like a double, almost like a choke slam. Yeah, spine buster yeah. kind of thing. Look pretty sweet. Yes, boy, as they start yelling and the crowd's booing them. And just Actually, their poses, <laughs> they're always doing. Yeah, they're uh, doing every pose possible. They even do the, the Scott Hall thing, scary fingers. Ooh, yeah. I love that. Uh, the crowd actually were pretty got pretty split because yeah. again, pretty deadly or pretty fun to hate and cheer. Yes, boy. So they're in control now. We get uh, Elton Prince or no, sorry, is it Kit Wilson who hits a very impressive elbow drop off the top rope? For yeah, they fall. just keep targeting the back yeah. now of Julius, not letting um, Julius tag in. But eventually, Brutus gets the hot tag and he comes in like a wrecking ball. This is where for me he was he was Hulk smash yeah. right, just clobbering. Uh, his, like, his face and everything. Yeah. Just really great hot tag here. He side slams both these guys, beats them up, climbs to the top rope, and hits the jumping cannonball. So we've seen him do this to the outside twice now. The yeah. first one at Standard Deliver, uh, the one that went kind of wrong the other week on yeah. TV. But we haven't seen him do it in the ring yet. And this was to, what, one person? This was to Instead both of a group. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just like, doink. It reminds- just bounces off them. It looks so fun. It looks good. <laughs> it looks like it would be a, a, hurt, a move that hurts the guy, too. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, he, if this was a little guy, like, it wouldn't do anything. But because of his size, it just, it looks great. It's kind of similar to how Darby does the coffin splash. They call it the coffin splash when yeah. he does it, like, to a standing opponent. It was kind of like that. But this move is very impressive. The cannonball from Brutus. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty deadly try to fight back here, but they end up getting like a huge back suplex from Brutus on Elton. Um, but then Elton, sorry, on, on Kit. So Elton slides in the tag titles and Julius grabs it and the ref's like, Hey, what are you doing? Stop it. And he looks like he's about to hit them with it, but he decides against it, slides the title away as Brutus picks up one of them and does this torture rack, just slam fucking potatoing him just what like slamming him down to the mat just dirty here laying him out which then julius tags in climbs up to the top rope and i don't know i got brock lesnar vibes here he looks at his dad and he's like <laughs> i know what to do julius creed hits a shooting star Ooh. press landing this picture perfect like go back and watch this this was a Beautiful shooting star. And to make sure, he double taps here. That wasn't the finish as he runs and hits the ropes and then runs with the sliding D, the sliding clothesline lariat, finally picking up the one, two, three. The Creed Brothers, the boyhood dream has come true for them as they win the NXT Tag Team Championships in 15 minutes, 19 minutes. It's 19 seconds. Uh, This was my match of the night. I 
really enjoyed this. The creeds are just so like they're such my style of wrestling. Like I always say, Kurt Angle's my favorite of all time, and it's like two Kurts yeah. wrestling here. Like yeah. it's a, like a Kurt and a Brock. Um, just love what they're doing. Um, and I thought this was the best I've seen pretty deadly in NXT so yeah. far. Um, just played their parts perfectly. Um, made the match make sense. Like they were doing just little tactics, like keep on going to the outside and just being a little quicker than them to try and isolate and get the beat down for a while. It really worked. Um, and they got this crowd really into it as well. And interesting. And I'm like, no Roddy. None of that yeah. in this match. I'm yeah. sure we'll address it on Tuesday, but I like there wasn't that. I did find the end a little melodramatic with the, because the Creeds have never really used the titles for anything. And because well, Roddy I, said you have to, to do, to win. So they're like, do we need to do the route Roddy did? But yeah, yeah. I just found that a bit melodramatic. Yeah. Like the shooting star and the lariat to finish. What a finish. Yeah. Uh, love this. Yeah, this was my match of the night as well. Creed Brothers have been my absolute favorite thing of this whole 2.0 thing. I see them going so far in this business. Julius especially. Like, I, I think both are great. Both are great. But Julius, wrong, yeah. I can see as a world champion yeah, 100%. one day. Like, if he, I think he's getting better on the mic every week when you yeah. hear him. He looks phenomenal. I'm just watching this shooting star now. Um, yeah, the shooting star is great. his wrestling's exciting. And got a legit background. Look, they've got all... All their life documented that they can use. Like, there's, don't make these two like fucking gardeners or dustmen or whatever. <laughs> like, please keep them like this. Yeah. Um. And like, uh, they could, they should go far. I see stars like with these. Yeah. Honestly, out of anyone in NXT, this this class from this 2.0 changeover, these are the two that I would put money behind because they're just their matches hit. You you said their promo hits, the storytelling that they can they can do. We're, we're, we're good and, and is good. And finally, kind of them winning the titles here was like vindication. Diamond Mines sticking together. Do you see a turn? Do you see them getting kicked out or something happens? Roddy wants the titles. Uh, yeah, Kent? I wonder if you can't. It's a bit heelish to have them kick Roddy out. But you yeah. could have Roddy kind of just leave the group hmm. be like mad about something. Right. I don't know. Oh, they're just friends, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the wrestling here from the Creeds are just great. Uh and and pretty deadly did their spot too. They're 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 not just a pretty face. They're they're pretty good. Yeah, actually. So uh, I don't know where you go with them now. Main roster? Would you try them out? I think, I think if they'd you, be great. On main I think they get. I think their their silly stuff would get over. Honestly, so. the yes boy stuff. Yes boy. Do yeah, it. like I mean they they won the, won the titles on their first night. You know yeah. they've kind of done, done everything there is to do already. Yeah. Uh, I'd absolutely put them on the main roster. Yeah. We need more tag teams. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. I mean, the hair is just so ridiculous. They're so handsome. They're pretty deadly. I never, like, my hair gets that awkward stage. Yeah. Like, I, I, I try growing it out once, and just it's it's at that awkward stage too long. I don't think I'd ever be able to have hair like them. Yeah. It's sad. But it's, I've got nice hair, though. It, they, have, they have nice hair, though. Yeah. It is the most nicest hair in wrestling. The most hair. nicest hair. Who's got better hair than them? In wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, exactly. It's true. It's exactly. True. Facts. Pretty deadly. Well, this is when they announced July 5th, the Tuesday night special. Great American bash. Uh, my heartstrings were tugged a little bit because they just used the old NXT Great American Bash logo. Oh, this was the old NXT logo. So I was like, oh. Oh, remember, the old NXT logo? Remember when that? they used that? Oh, yeah. Oh. They clearly didn't want to add the. 
the like paint splatter and the new edges and stuff. You know, really, yeah, interesting. I'm, no, bl- black and gold are coming back. The bash. <laughs> no, I, I didn't notice. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that was last year's. Yeah. Okay. We go to our main event, the NXT Championship on the line. The champion Braun Breaker defending against Joe Gacy. The stipulation is if Braun Breaker gets disqualified, he also can lose the title that way. That's the stipulation. Just like The Rock and Benoit at Fully Loaded 2000. (laughs) So, Braun, you mentioned earlier, there's no house on this set. Yeah, disappointing. Very disappointing because what's Braun going to break? Well, he breaks everyone. That's what the shirt says. That's what the Titantron says. There's just a cutout of his body, and then he kicks through. Yeah, like, you know when you're like, you're dead, and they paint around you on the street? (laughs) You know when you're dead? No, what what do they call it? (laughs) (laughs) Like chalk. Yeah, the chalk outline. He breaks the chalk outline. Of himself. He's broken better things. Yeah, he's broken better things. (laughs) You can just rub that off. It's chalk. Yeah. He goes to the ring, making... I, I found it weird the champion made it his entrance Something first. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Joe Gacy comes out with his red druids making the pose. This I will say, the best thing about Joe Gacy and this character is this music. It's a good song. It's chill vibes. This yeah. The grass is greener on the other side. It's good. I wonder if it's on like streaming services. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Joe Gacy's Joe Gacy theme. theme. Let's have a look. <laughs> Buy it for you. <laughs> uh, Rick, sorry, Braun is wearing Rick Steiner gear inspired here. Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett on commentary mentioning it's like a rehash of WrestleMania 9 yeah. when Rick Steiner wore this gear. Scott. Oh, it's yeah, Scott. It Scott in this gear. Oh, yeah, it was interesting. Uncle. Yeah, it's the black with the like pink and green like little squares on it. Yeah, it's great. nice. It's cool. I like when, when he does this. Uh, you know... Not a whole lot of wrestlers can rock a singlet, yeah. but Steiner boys, they, they Something can. about them Steiners. Something about them Steiners, yeah. That's right. Uh, during the stare down and introduction with the, the spotlights for the introduction of the, the, the world title match, Gacy slaps Braun. Again, he's trying to rile him up. The whole video package showing all the torment that he's put Braun through. He's, he's beaten him up. He's kidnapped his dad. He's pushed him off the perch. He's kidnapped him. Again, he's, like these video packages showing everything that's happened. It's like, oh boy. Easily the worst feud uh, of the year. Yeah, Easily I, I the worst feud so. in quite a long time. This Gacy character, is it like Vince saw Braun on Raw and went, cool, but can you be scared of spooky guys? Because that's all we do here in WWE. <laughs> so go back to NXT. Who do we have think, that's spooky? I don't oh, think that. anyone's good at being scared. At no. Any it, baby face. Like, Braun was super guys. hot and charged when he beat Champa, and then you, you you put him in a feud with a woke guy who's no longer woke, just hangs around with two... He's now magic. Or something. Yeah. What the fuck? It's the dumbest thing I've seen in time. But anyways, uh, we get this match started off here. Braun is upset because of that slap and starts to just attack Joe Gacy. There's a lot of overhead throws and suplexes. Gacy comes back, though, with a boot to the face and then a neck breaker for a near fall. Gacy keeps putting Breaker down, putting him in, like, choke holds and uh, some rest holds here. Eventually, um, uh, Gacy goes into the turnbuckle and does the upside down pose. Bray Wyatt. And, like, smiles and laughs and says, come on, Braun, hit me! Which I don't quite understand because, like, that wouldn't be a disqualication. That's, that's fine. That's purpose. Yes. Yeah. Really fine. Something I noticed in WWE is... 
maybe not just WWE, you know, just in pro wrestling, when you're a pro wrestler, you, you either like, you either, if you're a heel, you just want to be the Joker. Yeah. All you do is want to be the Joker. You know, Penta, he always wants to be, he the, Joker. Wants to be the Joker. Seth Rollins, he thinks he's Heath Ledger sometimes when he's walking around. Unfortunately for Joe Gacy, the Joker he picked is Jared Leto because he's, he's not, he doesn't look the way he, they're trying to portray him. Yeah. Especially when he's upside down just laughing. As, especially, well especially just, he looks like a server. <laughs> he yeah, looks like. He just doesn't work. <laughs> he looks like a busser at TJI Fridays and he's upside down like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you want more breadsticks? Doing a, doing a Bray Wyatt what impression. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I, like, I really don't. Anyways, um, Gron gets not scared but upset because the guy's smiling at him. He looked at me wrong. Gacy hits him with a uranagi and then more chokeholds. Uh, Braun comes back. There's a back suplex. There's then Gacy who goes to the outside at the bottom of the ramp outside the ring. And this is pretty cool. Braun runs the ropes and hits a huge tope con hilo Beautiful to the outside. Very impressive. This guy Braun. down the road needs to form a trios with the, the Creeds. Like yeah. Braun and the Creeds? Yeah. That would be fun. Varsity club. Yeah. Braun Breaker and the Creed Brothers, all the wrestling background. You get Rick and Scott in there the once in a while. Heads. Yeah. Varsity Club 2.0, Braun and the Creeds in WWE. Book that and take all my money, 100%. Yeah. The Wrecking Crew. Uh, Gacy here gains control because the Druids, who are standing outside with their hands like <laughs> Mr. Burns still, throw in a chair and they want Braun to use it, but he won't do it. And 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 Gacy's like, "Hit me! Come on, hit me!" And he's Braun. Braun won't do it. Eventually, the ref is distracted by the druids, so Gacy does the Eddie Guerrero spot where he slams the chair to the mat, throws it. Braun catches it, and he drops. So the ref sees that and thinks Braun hit him. So he's about to disqualify him when I swear for the first time ever. Another referee runs into the ring and says, no, no, I was watching in the back. He didn't do it. I want to see this cam. I want to see this, this ref. He's, he thinks his work's over. He's chilling, watching the, the main event on his little TV. Not this then, way. No, no, he's going to disqualify Bron. Throws down his drink, runs to the ring. Uh, going for his Oscar moment here. Imagine, of all the moments in wrestling when they could have done this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, the ref, another ref tells another ref, like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. But here's when they do it. So the match continues, and there's an inside cradle from Gacy, which sh uh, shocked the crowd, but it's a kick out. Um, Gacy's on the apron at one point, and Braun runs and spears him, sending him flying through the commentary oh, table. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, not really seen this before. Like, speared off the apron and just bounced right through the announce table. And yeah. they hadn't removed the, like, that, like, the bit that goes on top of the table or anything. So it just exploded and, and, and Gacy just eats it. Uh, holy shit chance ring out from the crowd here. Braun rolls Gacy back in, climbs on the second rope and hits the diving bulldog, just like his dad, and looks pretty good for a two count. Uh, Gacy once again gets the chair. And when he goes to use it, the ref takes it away to get rid of it. And Gacy low blows Braun and hits a roll up. But Braun kicks out just at a 2.9. Uh, he eventually grabs the chair and teases he's going to hit Gacy with it. But instead, he nails the Druids with him. As Gacy goes for his handspring lariat in midair, gets speared by Braun. Huge spear. And then the military press into the power slam. 
for the one, two, three. And Braun Breaker broke everything, and he retained the NXT title in 15 minutes, 50 seconds. It's funny. I thought I was asking before the match starts. Right, are the two druids going to be Rick and Scott? And Rick, until Bron like just throws one, them one into the bump. ring. Yeah, and, and you're, you're like, like nah. oh, no, no, Scott ain't doing that anymore. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I've absolutely hated this feud, and I've been wanting this to just end. Um, but I actually quite got into this match. I thought it was way better than the last one. Um, some of the this like. Stupid shit with the DQ rule. I think actually made it a bit more entertaining in the end with the uh, the near falls because we've seen it happen. Yeah. Okay, they'll uh, they won't disqualify Bron, but then the heel catches with a roll up or whatever. Um, so I actually got quite into it towards the end, and I thought uh, some of the spots like uh, Bron's tope, the the spear through the table, the the timing of uh, the handspring into the spear, I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, it was huge. It was a big spear. So actually, I thought, and and this is now kind of the first time, really, like okay, um, Gacy's been wrestling a while, but he's not on the level of you know your Champers and your Dolphs. These people Bron have worked with, and I thought he really stepped up in this match. Um, I went in with very low expectations and actual actually kind of negative expectations going in, and yeah. they did. They did kind of win me over by the end. They did. Both of them were. We knew Joe Gacy before this ridiculous angle and storyline that he actually had some good wrestling. We've seen it from him. And especially if you watched any of his work before WWE. It's like, okay, yeah, you can go. Braun, he's still so new at this, but he's showed every time he wrestles, he's gotten so much better. You can see he puts the time in and works. The, the tope was picture perfect. The, the, the power slam, military press power slam, very impressive. He's so good. He is a definite... Star in WWE, for sure. Uh, the angle and the storyline made this one of the most least interesting matches. Let, just least interesting premium live events. In for, This, on paper, has to be one of the worst NXT specials. Mm. But I actually thought this match was pretty good. I went in, again, with real low expectations. And they definitely uh, impressed me. And I actually thought this whole show had some things that were pretty impressive i know it's not quite the takeover level but you know there was some still some some really good stuff i didn't actually hate anything yeah. on the show you yeah. know there was some stuff that was obviously better than others but i actually found it quite enjoyable every match got enough time um apart from the commercial breaks which are like because of Peacock so many commercial now, breaks. but there wasn't it wasn't overloaded with extra unnecessary stuff you know yeah. like at standard deliver we had the like Persia and Dexter and all that, dressing up as cowboys and Who? all that shit. Who are those people? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was pretty much just the the six matches, um, and then hyping up that women's breakout final. Um, I I really enjoyed the Creed's match, and yeah, I I took something away from each match tonight. So I I'd say a thumbs up. You know what? I'll say a thumbs up too. I, I'm I'm super negative on 2.0, and yeah, a lot of this is still. Not quite on, on a level, but if this is NXT, this is developmental, this was pretty good show for a developmental show. My match of the night was the Creed's Brothers match, but I did I did enjoy Grimes and Hayes. I think I think that one I think could have got a bit more time and a bit maybe to the next gear. I think that's what I was yeah. hoping for. Uh, but Braun Breaker definitely has has something that I, I see them going forward. And we kinda said it. Pair them pair them with the Creed's as the leader with the rest of the varsity, just like the Steiners did with who Sullivan and 
Uh, oh, Dr. Death was yeah. in the Varsity Club. Right. Yeah, with the Steiners, right? Yeah, Varsity Club, do it again with these three. They will be the biggest thing in I wrestling. So. Like, that'll be your shit, man. Whatever they, they choose the club. Like, imagine with. those three. I mean, you've, you've split them now, but those three against Imperium. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. It'd be great. Um, Bloodline. Yeah. Right. Where, who do you see next for Bron? I was I solo yeah. for, for Hayes, obviously. Yeah, and I think yeah. Roxanne for Mandy. Um, but yeah, where do we go with Braun next? Braun, I was thinking Hayes that he wouldn't be in this thing, but yeah, I, I would assume we need someone else to. I fear um, it could be Waller or Wagner, uh, which both don't sound interesting. But no. that, that's kind of they're they're sort of your next two big heels in the company. Yeah, that, that, at the moment, those both sound pretty lame. Yeah, so I don't know Sanger. Yeah. I mean, do you have... Someone come I down. I don't see Grimes really, really it's, challenging. It's the great American bash. Who's someone from the main roster that's super American that you can bring down to face Braun? It's, it's in about... Well, it's in a month, exactly. So you've got time to build. Who's... Yeah. What, super American? It's great American bash. I don't know. Gable. <sighs> that match would be great. Sure. That, there, that'd put, be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, bring Gable down. There you go. And then join the Varsity Club after. <laughs> American yeah, you'd Varsity. Have you'd have Otis and Gable. You'd have the Creeds. Varsity Alpha. And Bron. That sounds <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, there you go. Book it. WWE's not in the... NXT's not in the mud anymore. We so, got the Varsity 2.0. Great American Bash, July 5th. Bron Breaker versus Chad Gable. That'd be great. That sounds Book good it. to me. Uh, yeah, so that was NXT in your house. And, and yeah, uh, going into it, I was, I was pretty negative. The, oh. the Twitch room saying Cody for fuck's sake. Cody what? Who's Cody? American? <laughs> We're like who's super American? Oh yeah, Cody versus Brock Cody Breaker. Rose, yeah, the American guy. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, I went into this with low expectations, and I and I still was super enjoyed. NXT 2.0. When you watch the show every Tuesday, they hit you with like a total of like what twenty something segments because there's like backstage interview, a vignette for this person, a, a two minute match, a three minute match, a promo. Another vignette. Like, there's so, like, so many stupid things going on. When yeah. I, call me crazy, but I watch pro wrestling because I actually like wrestling. And I thought the wrestling, there was some good stuff on yeah, the show. Absolutely. So, so yeah. Uh, can't wait for the breakout tournament final this Tuesday. Uh, we do have some feedback, I see. We do, yeah. Uh, on the Up Next group on Facebook, uh, we start with Frank, who says, For a show that felt like a special episode of NXT going in, this was a fun two and a half hours. Opening six man was very energetic and the crowd was hot for it. Match of the night for me was either Grimes versus Mellow or Creed's versus Pretty Deadly, featuring perhaps the most beautifully executed shooting star press ever on a WWE show. Worst match, I suppose, was Chu versus Rose, but it wasn't that bad, honestly. Women's tag was better than I expected, as these two teams have some chemistry, even if I thought the wrong team won. But I think Toxic will lose all the titles when they're ready to call them up. Perez seems like an obvious candidate for Mandy. Bron Gacy 2 was better than their first match with a better pace and energy and some good bumps and spots. Bron continues to get better and Gacy showed that he can work like the veteran he is. Silly angle aside, era of takeovers with banger after banger is over, but this was perfectly acceptable to even very good wrestling with a hot crowd. And then we go to Andrew McDonald who says, shout out to Wendy Chu, who dressed up like Canadian legends Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod of Body Break. 
Wow, that is a deep cut, and yes, many Canadian. That that doesn't mean anything to you. Nope. But body break. They wore those those outfits. Okay. Those jumper jacket things. Uh, great, great shout there, Andrew. He continues. She obviously likes to keep fit and have fun. I also get that Joe Gacy is a dollar store version of Bray Wyatt, but I can't help but be happy for him. He doesn't make sense in WWE. He's a chubby indie wrestler from CZW in his mid-30s, yet he seems to be the apple of Bruce Pritchard's eye. I don't know how long his run in WWE is going to be, but I do like the fact he has a gimmick to go back to the indies with if he gets released. I think the gimmick would be fine without the bad NXT booking and how everything is presented. This event was the closest to in-your-house pay-per-view of the old where everyone had bad gimmicks and had to overcome them with in-ring work. I feel Pretty Deadly might be going up to the main roster as they fit perfect for it. It's hard to tell because every match in NXT is potentially a loser-leaves-town match, but the Hayes-Grimes match and the tag title match were the best tonight. Sadly, it was still on the lower end of NXT premium live events. Yeah, I mean, thank you, Andrew and and Frank, for writing in there. But yeah, I I mean, I kind of said that. Like, look, I went in thinking this is going to be ass. And Comparing it to your takeover New York, takeover New Orleans, yeah, it's nowhere near the the, the epicness yeah. of these huge arena shows. But I for, think you're fooling yourself if you compare. We've like, been you've new. Got to understand yeah, it's we've a been new. Show now we it's, know this has changed. It's a developmental yeah. show. So I'm I, seeing it glass half full. Yeah, I mean, I would I would say better comparison would be your early early NXT takeovers. You know, your full sale ones. I think that's more kind of the same. You know predominantly fairly green talent but a sprinkle of veterans in there yeah um and at this similar stage there are some people like a like a bron like creed brothers who i'd say are like watching the sasha in those early shows where yeah. you just see the real potential of them um but yeah th- this is definitely the i think the best out of the uh, post takeover era, you know the 2.0 era. I liked it better than the last one for Stand and Deliver, yeah, the one they did in the too. arena. Yeah, I didn't like that one as much as this one. We go to Jordan, who says, "I was not at all impressed in the interest in the, in this show going in, but the matches were pretty good. Grimes versus Mello and the men's tag title match were both excellent. The Mafia Mayhem match is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Love it. Okay, the Mafia Mayhem match was also better than I expected it would be." This is just another example of WWE having a crap build to a PLE. The in-ring action seems to always be better than the storytelling lately. Yeah, the wrestling is definitely hitting for for these shows. Uh, We see Sal who writes in saying he went to the bar tonight instead of watching uh, NXT in your house. I hope it was a good time. Hope it was karaoke. But we see Corey writes in with the last one here. The show was okay. Highlight was the Creed's pretty deadly. Low light was Toxic Attraction retaining the titles. Mm. And with a report from Fightful Select saying that there is no ETA on EO's return, along with no creative plans for her, that hits the division really hard when they need talented upper card women. I just hope Roxanne wins the title and they don't have someone like Nikita dethrone Mandy, especially since Nikita exposed herself as a real absolute piece of... <laughs> nice okay yeah uh a lot of people are mad because nikita posted some tiktoks or instagram videos of her listening to some uh i don't know right-wing hip-hop music right which uh rubbed people the wrong way oh yeah um but yeah i think everyone writing in here had same kind of vibes yeah. here like the creeds grimes match obviously was were good uh nothing really was bad no, I, I I think it was a decent show, and like feedback seems to be on the same line. So yeah. good stuff. 
Uh, and yeah, I know Io Shirai is injured. I'm sad, but yeah. she'll be back. And if she isn't, then hey, there's stardom. There's AEW. She can wrestle Athena. I, I see her moving up when once she's I back. hope so. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. Uh, so that was it, guys. That was us talking about In Your House. We hope you uh, enjoyed it. We do up next every, every Tuesday night chatting about NXT week by week. And we do the same thing on this feed, BD Elite, chatting all about AEW and Dynamite. And we'll be talking a lot on BD Elite this week with the whole CM Punk forbidden door no longer open for him. But mm. Tanahashi could be walking out AEW champ craziness. <laughs> Uh, we'll, do we, it yeah <laughs> goto uh we'll chat all about that i can't wait to to talk about that and uh do check us out on our patreon because we got a best match ever wcw 1992 we're looking at all the best matches from 92 uh this list is made by martin bushby who's going to be joining us from the british wrestling experience to chat all about he, he loves wcw in the early 90s usually not everyone's favorite era of wrestling but uh, we're going to chat all about some war games, actually, uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, good timing with yeah. Blood and Guts just being announced. So re- revisiting some war games. Yeah, so go check that out as well. We have There's the 40th anniversary of John Carpenter's The Thing. We're going to be reviewing that, uh, I believe, next week. So, hey, get your feedback in for that. Uh, that's it on the Patreon. We just did a fully loaded 2000. We've done a bunch of best match evers covering all sorts of – we did the Steiner Brothers best match ever, which was awesome. Uh, so yeah, so many different podcasts out on our Patreon and it's only five bucks for the North American tier. It's an RSS feed. It links to your podcast app and you get almost 500 podcasts that we've done with all the movie reviews, NXT reviews, everything. Go check us out. And, and and yeah. And if you are checking this out on YouTube or on Twitch, or if you just fancy, you know, watching the show instead of listening to it, uh, give us a subscribe, give us a like, give us a follow. Uh, all of that stuff is free and helps us out. Yeah. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening and supporting. And we'll be back real, real soon. Uh, I, myself, Braden Harrington, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. You can also follow at Up Next Podcast and the Facebook page slash Facebook group as well. That's it. That's all. Shout out the Creed Brothers. Diamond Mine is forever. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Oh, boy. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. 
Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.